Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard, and we are so glad. Nope, you got to do that again. <laughs> okay, so Carrie's making hand gestures. All right, Marie, this is a, let's fix this. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard. And yes, that is Carrie Cackling in the background. And we are so glad that you are here. And um, we are going to talk about um, one of our favorite topics, and that is staff development. And we talk about it a lot. And I know you guys have heard us talk about how even these podcasts can be great resources for you to do staff training. But the other really great way, and I, you know, we've all missed them. They've been gone for a couple of years and they're starting to, to start back up. And so, you know, it is time to start seeing your friends and your peers again. And so real in-life, in-person conferences, um, not the virtual ones didn't have a real place. And, and there's a part of me that likes not having to drive to Dallas or, you know, Galveston, <laughs> which is where the TAEYC one was was down in Galveston. Yep. So, so we just want to talk to you a little bit about conferences, kind of our take on conferences as not only staff development, but for you as a director specifically, because getting your staff trained is usually pretty easy locally, but you as a director need to be able to get recharged and find content that's unique to you so that you can be better than your staff. And you need to be able to find your own peers um, even if they're not in your city, so that when you have one of those days or you have that you have got to be getting staff person that we talked about on the other podcast or maybe a future podcast, and, <laughs> you know, just remember that you, you need to build a team. Yeah, I think so. I, my first quote, grown up job in childcare. So the first one I got once I graduated from high school and all of that, they had, I've, we've said this before, they had no money. <laughs> they had no money. Um, and we had virtually no benefits. But the one benefit that they did do was all of the staff who wanted to go could go to both the local Austin Association for the Education of Young Children Conference and the Texas Association for the Education of Young Children Conference. Um, so I just thought this was a thing that all child care centers did because I was 18 and like they couldn't give me health insurance and I had to make half of my toys, but I went to this conference. <laughs> um, and so I just thought this was a thing that everybody did. So I did it when I opened my first center and I did it with all of my centers. Um, and I only knew that there was one organization. All I knew about was NAEYC. I didn't know about um, the Licensed Child Care um, Association. I didn't know about the ones that are, you know, the Southern Baptist one and, you know, the diff there's a Catholic one and there's a Jewish one <laughs> and, you know, the there's one hmm? and a Lutheran one. And a Lutheran one, yeah, I should remember that one since I keynoted for them one year. Um, but there were there are all these other conferences other than the one I knew about, and I was like, ah, oh! like angels singing. I thought this was the best thing, and I kind of blew my budget one year <laughs> by just going to every conference I could find. Um, and then I found the ones that were a good match for me, and just kept going to those ones and having my staff go to them as well. 
And there are some pitfalls because you can pay for your staff to go and everybody, you know, carpools there. And then one of the people driving one of the other cars is like, cool, I did my first session. Let's go. And takes like three people and leaves the conference (laughs) and you paid for those four people. So you're out, you know, some significant change. Um, So the first time that that happened to me, I got really personally offended (laughs) because I was like, I thought these people had the same values that I did. They obviously do not. And then I had to like, my husband reeled me back in and was like, this is not about you, Carrie. Um, (laughs) Maybe you didn't set clear expectations, but it's also possible they don't like learning this way. And I was like, who cannot like going to a conference? I'd been going to conferences my whole life. I thought conferences were great. My kids think conferences are great. Like it, that concept that somebody wouldn't like a conference was just, it didn't compute. It did not compute. Um, But what I did do was I said, okay, I'm not paying for any more of your training for the rest of the year because I already paid for the amount of training you were supposed to need. So you're going to have to pay for it yourself. And they were very horrified um, because when you're going individually, you're going to pay $20 for that two hour workshop where I can hire somebody to come in and pay them 150 or 200 and they can train all 25 of my staff. So I get it for a way cheaper rate <laughs> than they could get it on their own. And they were horrified and they were like, is there anything we can do? And I was like, if you have a time machine and you can go back and not make the decision you made, yes. Otherwise you have to have this training in order to keep your job so you can quit or you can go get the training that you need to get and you can pay for it. So that was kind of, I went on a little bit of a tangent there because that story popped into my head, but I, I still, to this day, I don't understand how four people could just be like, yeah, I know that there's like a whole bunch of us here, but we're just going to leave. Who does that? And they left the other people in their car stranded at the conference site. I was just, I was so horrified. (laughs) So let's, let's talk about that just real quick. So I don't want to, I don't want to spend a lot of time because it is not exactly on topic for what we (laughs) want to talk about, but let's talk a little bit about a, you know, that staff handbook, right? So this is obviously an item that needs to be in the staff handbook, right? You need to be clear on your expectations. And you need to know personally, you need to make the decision for yourself and put it in your handbook, how you are going to handle pain. Um, I substituted for a center that only paid after the fact. So you went to the training, you brought them the training certificates, they wrote you a check. Um, So as a a staff person, you have to be kind of like, you have to be ready if you're gonna sign up for a conference specifically, because those are not just $25. Um, And so if you're going to sign up for a conference, because that's really what you want, you have to be prepared. But you also have to be clear with your staff what you will and will not pay for, right? Are you going to pay for their time? Are you going to pay for their gas, their food? If it's a conference, do you pay for lodging? You know, what do you pay for? So Carrie, if you were going to be giving some suggestions to different types of directors, so directors of a small program on a limited budget, how would they, what would be a good way for them to handle that, as well as an owner of maybe multiple uh, facilities who have a larger budget and might want to do something more appreciative for their directors specifically. Yeah. Um, I think if you're a smaller center, you look for the one day conferences 
Um, and maybe you hire, you know, a 15 passenger van and you load up all your staff and somebody who has their CDL drives you guys all to um, the conference. Some 15 passenger van rental places don't even require that you have a CDL. You just have to have a driver's license. So it depends on the, the thing, but you rent a van. So you're not using anybody's personal van. You're not using the center bus. You rent a van and you go to the one day conference. Um, I think that's the most cost effective way. Um, and you brown bag it and you say at lunch, we're all going to meet here. If you don't want to eat what I've brown bagged, you can make other arrangements. You know, you can go eat off of the, the concessions table or whatever, but I have made us all a lasagna or whatever. Um, and so we're, and I've made arrangements so that I can heat the lasagna up. So we're going to have, we're not having cold lasagna and salad. <laughs> we're going to have hot lasagna. Um, and this is going to be where we exchange information about what happened in the morning and strategize about who's going to go to what sessions in the afternoon. I think that makes a lot of sense for a small center. Um, if you're even smaller and the idea of paying for four people or five people to go to a conference and renting a van, you're just like, Carrie, you're dreaming. So if you're even smaller, you can be like, I have one registration for the fall conference or the spring conference and have it be something where there's a little bit of competition amongst your staff to see who's going to get that reward of being able to go to the conference. So if you can only afford to pay for one person, then do it more as a, a bit of a, a contest amongst your staff. Who is the most professional? <laughs> um, and they go to the conference. If you're on the other end of the spectrum, um, then I think it's great to find one of those three-day conferences. And usually on the three-day conferences, the first day is scheduled to be stuff for the administrators, for the directors and owners and office staff. And then, so it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So you go down Thursday morning, you and whoever else is on your administrative team that you want comes with you. And then everybody else meets you guys there Thursday night and you go out to have dinner together as a staff um, and you pick up hotel rooms, but not one hotel room for each staff person. You will pay for double occupancy hotel rooms. If they want a single, then they have to pay the difference between what them being in a double is, which is going to be, they're going to have to pay for a whole room themselves. Um, so that's what I would say. I mean, th those are my thoughts is that you have a nice dinner on Thursday night. They go all day Friday, all day Saturday. Maybe you got, because usually the Saturday ends at like three o'clock. So maybe you go um, grab something together that's more laid back at that point before you hit the road and come back home. Those are my thoughts. What are, is there anything you would do differently there? So the only other thing I would think about, again, depending on the size of your program and your budget is, are you taking care of yourself? Um, so, and, and self-care is, you know, kind of a loaded phrase, but are you taking your care of yourself and your training? Um, when you go to this conference, are you going to be so worried about, did your staff make it to their workshop that you don't go to yours? So I do think that there is a real validity. There are director symposiums across most states. Um, most conferences have director tracks. So I think that there's some real validity to you taking that weekend 
for yourself personally and professionally. Um, I'm not saying tie this into a family vacation, which don't get me wrong. Um, I've done that a few times. <laughs> um, but in that same sense, would it be better off for you to meet up with one of your uh, professional peers and share a room, even if she doesn't live locally, uh, not a he, or, you know, not cross genders, not don't, make well, any, you know, with someone for whom there is not going to be any concern of funny business. There you go. Whatever so, gender. Yeah. Whatever. However that works for you, just make sure, think through who you're going to roommate with. Um, and really take that opportunity to grow professionally. So go to the workshops, go to all the networking events, um, don't just go, don't just hide, don't just do your class, go and network. And if you have a buddy that you've met at another conference, this is a great way for the two of you to keep each other accountable, to go to all of the workshops um, and maybe to go to some of the ones that you don't like. Okay, so I am notorious for going to the exact same workshops at every conference <laughs> um, instead of actually going, oh, that's a topic I don't know anything about. Well, and I do the opposite. I go to workshop topics that seem interesting to me that have no relevance to what I'm actually doing at that time. Yeah, but it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just yeah. So so again, um, think about why you're going to these conferences, right? So I will be perfectly honest. Mine was because somebody told me I had to, and so therefore I went to the things I wanted to go to. I. Um, it wasn't something I necessarily got excited about from a personal learning standpoint. I mean, I learned something every time I went to a workshop, don't get me wrong. But um, if I didn't know anything about the topic, I wasn't going. Or if there wasn't a direct application for me immediately, I probably wasn't going. So um, it's definitely worth you understanding what type of conference goer you are. Um, if you really like the evening networking events, if you like the advocacy events where you get to meet politicians, again, there are some conventions and conferences I could go to and just go to all of the extra events and be perfectly content not going to the classes. Um, and well, it also except you need your 30 hours every year. Except for the type. And then you also got to think about the type of facility. So hotels and convention centers versus a high school. You know, do you really want to try to get yourself in and out of those chairs, you know, in, in, in a high school? <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Or, and actually, I think I did that in a community college and, you know, like the writing surface was about this big. So it didn't even hold my paper. And I had to try to scoot myself in and scoot myself out. And um, I was just waiting to fall on my head. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so you might, um, again, uh, most directors will have been through, I'm sure most of you are probably laughing going, I went to that conference. And <laughs> those of you who haven't been to your first conference yet, or have only been to one day conferences are going, there's conferences that are three days in a nice hotel with fancy dinners like sign me up so yes again. I'm going to one I'm going to one um in mid-November um and it's at oh goodness what's the name of it it's the great it's a water lodge. great wolf lodge yeah it's a water park um I'm not going to be water parking I am not water parking but I have been there before um and it is a nice hotel and they have real food. Um, and, um, you have conference room chairs instead of desks. Um, and that's with the Texas licensed childcare association. Um, and that's where I'm going. Um, I didn't get to go to the TAEYC one that was a couple weeks ago or that was in October. Um, I will probably, you know, be going to stuff next spring. Um, I'm 
excited to be back into the conference world. Um, I don't always go as a participant. Sometimes I go as a presenter. Sometimes I go as a booth person. Um, sometimes, sometimes I do all three. Yep. <laughs> So, well, hopefully we got you guys at least a little excited to start getting out your calendars and looking. There's always a fall schedule and a spring schedule. In addition to statewide, you've got local. Um, also, that same weekend that Carrie's going to be in Dallas over in East Texas, there's a community college hosting something. So um, definitely look at your agro In North Texas. North Texas. North, anyway, Northeast. Yes. So, <laughs> so make sure that you look at your AgriLife extensions, your education service centers, uh, your local affiliates to national organizations. And again, if you can't find something that, that interests you or that you're looking for, reach out to us at hello at colorfulclipboard.com and let us help you find what's going to work for you. And don't be afraid of different states. Don't be afraid of regional conferences as well as state and local. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.